Listen. <laughs> all right. China isn't all bad. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. Just parts of it. It's not all. No. Listen. We're on. Yes. We're on. Oh, we're on. Hello. Hey. Welcome to Table in the Basement. My name is Josh. My name's Jared. And this, uh, good start. With us this week, we have a Luke for the second week in a row, but a different Luke. College Luke is back with us to Ew. talk about more things of no consequence, but so, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Welcome to Table in the Basement. It's our thing. So, yeah. Oh, once again... The podcast with double-digit reviews still at 10. Can you be the 11th? We, uh, we're, we're making moves. moves. I'm not sure this is kind of becoming a regular segment. The, hey, give us ratings. Preferably good ratings, but really any ratings. Attention is good attention. All attention. That's good. right. In my eyes, the eyes of somebody I with three siblings. should strive for some negative attention just for a little bit of fun. Just a little bit you of know, fun. Why, why not? Say, who could we possibly offend? It's Anybody. like... It's like my dad would always say to me, any publicity is good publicity. Now, please close the front door. We're not trying to air condition the yard. Yes, very true. So, my speaking, dad said the same thing. Speaking of publicity, I have so a small – we've done this segment before, the what's in the email segment. I haven't checked it in a while, so I'm going to update you a little bit. But this is mostly just like a shout-out to Healers Band just because they emailed us with their promotional for a song almost a month ago, and I just really? have not been on the email. It just... So my bad, Ty. <laughs> You're much better at what you do than we are. But, yeah, check out Healer. They have had a new song out for a little bit. It's called Daydream, and I cannot say enough how much I like what Healers puts out as far as like relaxing stuff and just like really chill like kind of like in that folksy area but this is like a little bit more energy to it like it's not quite you're like just sit on a porch and just like drink a beer and slowly doze off music has a little bit more to it so yeah check it out um Healers always good stuff so always a very easy thing to pitch for us so check out Healers good friend Ty in Utah continues to put out wonderful stuff and outside of that just Twitter upon Twitter update about things I don't care about. I hate that Twitter does this. I didn't realize they did this, honestly. You turn it off. I'm sure I can, but, like, it, Luke can confirm this. 157 unread things that are all Twitter. That is 157. Well, almost all – well, now it is all unread because we read one of the emails earlier. Yeah, but everything – yeah. And then there's also another one that we got that is another spam email about – I really like that one. Yeah, yeah let's read this one. Let me find it. There's just once again, there's just so much Twitter. Yeah, that that tie thing, it got buried under all the Twitter stuff. Oh, there it is. Yeah, there it is. Duke A. Masego so got in touch with us. First name Duke, middle initial A, last name Masego. Actually, I just noticed it was also to a James Mueller and Table in a Basement. So like it was two two people. So added. Jim, if you're out there. Yeah, James, I don't know. Anyways. You should email him. My name is Duke A. Masego. I emailed you earlier regarding my client. This may be the third time I am writing to you regarding this matter. I am writing to you again due to the urgent due to the urgent of the same issue. Well, nice try, guy. <laughs> your grammar is lacking as well as your ability to effectively scam us. The fund has been dormant for a long time, and the bank is about to confiscate the fund as unclaimed a- as unclaimed deposit. That's also not correct. I really shouldn't be saying things about grammatical incorrectness. I'm <laughs> just as bad at this, but I'm waiting for your urgent response. Thank you in advance, and God bless you, comma, from Duke A. Masego, ESQ. So, 
another attempt to try to either scam us or we're just missing out on a great opportunity to sell out. Yeah. You know, I was just thinking about that. What if like one in every ten of those emails is legitimately serious, but we just neglect them? I mean, statistically speaking, there's bound to be some sort of prince out there in Morocco. At some point, that was in trouble. Like, it's a big world, and also there's very rich history of that world. And I'm sure at some point there was a prince in Morocco that was having some issues and had some money to share or needed some money, but also had a really good investment for you for that money you're going to give him. But, hey. You're, that story did come from somewhere. Yeah. Yep. A couple bad eggs spoiled the whole dozen. It was, it's unfortunate. It was darn eight. Bad egg. Yeah. Who the fuck it? But, yeah, I think it would be funny, like, if, like, legitimately that was a thing, like, like every one in ten emails, like, those were legitimate, and you had to look into all those emails, and you had to figure out if it's actually true. I always get the ones is like, hey, you need to send us this information or else. It's, or it's else. too obvious. Yeah. yeah, yeah, too obvious. I recently got a uh, voicemail from the Social Security Department. Tell me that my social security number was uh, suspended. Which I'm, I'm pretty certain can't happen. I got that one too. That's yeah, much I can't. saying like your existence in the eyes of the law is being suspended for a little bit. Like we're not going to recognize you as a real person for. Well, that's the time a benefit being. of me. Like yeah, how is that's that a great. Threat? I am no longer. Yeah. I am under. I am out of the radar. I'm out of the radar more than I am they, already. The government removed me from the radar. You can't Google me. So I'm further out of the radar than I already am. Great. Yeah, I got that. I got that spam too. Yep. Did you re- did you respond to it? Well, absolutely. I had to provide my digits just to be safe. <laughs> your your credit card number? They did say they were the government, and the government yeah. would never lie. The government to that. doesn't lie. Never. The government would never lie to us. Ever. 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 Yeah. Speaking of the government, we just had a democratic debate yesterday at the time of this airing. And that's all I'm going to say about it because we're going to move on because I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I didn't realize and I don't know who's still in it. Um, Is Samoan? Honestly, I'm going to love with you, Jared. I am so over politics right now. I'm just – I'm worn out with it. I'm tired of it. Yeah. It's just like – China's so, got it right, don't they? I don't – A few things, right? Their dragons look cool. They do have nice dragons. They got some cool dragons. You know who loves dragons? Gage. Gage. Wherever you are, Gage. Loves. Loves dragons. Update on Gage. You haven't, for those of you that have been following (laughs) us for a while, he hasn't been on the show for a pretty long time. That's because he got shingles and viral meningitis, so. He (laughs) sounds like a 75-year-old man. Well, after the procedures, that's what he looks like, too. Who gets shingles in their 20s? Apparently, I'm convinced that he was faking the whole thing. It was all a ruse for attention. And I, I told him, hey, man, like, this has gone far enough. You need to stop. But he just kept going with it. So, yeah, for those of you that were wondering where Gage is, meningitis. <laughs> meningitis, viral meningitis, which is better than bacterial meningitis, apparently, but still bad because it's meningitis. Yes. But yeah. Somehow, so, he figured that out, but he survived it. Yeah. He's okay. Yep. So just an update on just our ever-colorful and growing cast of friends part of the show. Give you that. So would you like me to start off on a topic for us officially? That's outside sure. of just... Yes. 
very vague references yes, to real-world things that are important. All right, so I had this. Lucas heard this idea several times this last few weeks just because. <laughs> All right, so this is an idea I've had as somebody who is in their mid-20s, like just struggling their way through adulthood. I wish so this is like kind of like a thing we can implement for like those the people below us that are coming up and growing up. So an idea that I've kind of like talked to people and just kind of like brainstormed a little bit. So as you grow up and as you reach that college age, I think you should be able to go and like have like a trial period of adulthood where like you go to college but also get a job and stuff. Like you just like try it out. Like you like take on the full responsibilities of being an adult and trying out all these things that like finding a job and, like, getting your own apartment, paying for insurance and, like, dealing with tax stuff, like, all the things that, like, your typical, like, young adult has to transition into. And after you have a certain period of time of trying this, you come into a room and you sit down with, like, your counselor, like, your guidance counselor or something, and, like, you have a talk, and then you have the choice to either, hey, that went well, I can see myself keep going with this, or B, I can choose to be euthanized. <laughs> Like, hey, that sucked. I didn't enjoy that. That wasn't fun. Um, I wore myself out trying to pay for bills, and I wore myself out working for a job just so I can pay for bills that I pay just because I exist. I think I'm okay with being put down. Yeah, I would have to agree. <laughs> right, so your guys' thoughts. Like, where do you think? Good idea, bad idea. How can we improve this, improve this idea to where I can pitch it to some parents I know? So what if, what if like, there was, like, a, a median or medium to this. So like maybe like there's a middle ground where you're not necessarily euthanized, but you're also not like expected to like produce in society. They could so, put you in like a holding tank or something. Well, I'm like, thinking like a nursing home for young adults. Oh, okay. But like you have to like express your legitimate concern for yourself. Okay. Like, you can almost, like, you sign over your rights as an adult, and you just, like, get treated as a minor for, like, all right, I will, for the sake of no longer having to worry about, like, all the huge pains of being an adult, I, like, give up my ability to, like, go outside after curfew and a couple other, like, things that, like, are, yeah, inconveniences at the same time. Like, all right, I don't have to worry about self-insurance now, and I have some lodging, but, like, I also can't play my music loud because someone will come and yell at me and things like that. Is this a mental ward? Not quite. It sounds a lot like it. It's more of just a place to throw people that just don't want to deal with being an adult, which is me for the most part right now. <laughs> I'm in love with you. Looking for jobs and things. I'm a little over it. <laughs> the only problem with my idea is, like, I think it would be overpopulated. So, like, there would have to be some sort of screening process for someone who legitimately thinks they can't cope with the adult world. What can we euthanize them then? If they don't pass the screening process. So if they want to get into it, but they can't pass the screening process. So they're trying to work this system. Yeah, euthanize the people that try to work the system. Yeah, I guess it, we can call it so euthanizing. hey Hey! <laughs> <laughs> so three categories. You either go, you become an adult, you go to like a, essentially just like a daycare. Did you say this? Or when, you die. When, does, when do you get to make this choice? I think just like... You, very early 20s, I think, is, like, okay. a good period of time where, like, you really get a feel for, like, what being alive after teenage years would be like. So, like, 25, maybe? Yeah, I think before. Probably 23. 23. For sake. I think by 23, like, you've, like, looked around. You've tried. You've, you've gave it... You gave it a good old try, like a good old, like, high optimism you, try. You're but so you've out also, of college. Enough time for your spirits to be broken. <laughs> 
<laughs> just enough time for like your spirits like hey this is like the fantasy is gone and I no longer have like this like romanticized view of being an adult like this is what it's like so I guess really what I'm saying is on my end I would rather die <laughs> than <laughs> work any more jobs I don't like anymore is, is this a cry for help that's the theme of the show, I feel That's like. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I, I would, like, say yes, but I think some of the things I've said in past episodes could yeah. easily be taken as the same exact thing. So it's, like, it's kind of eerie right now because Josh is literally voicing just about everything that's ever run through my mind, except <laughs> I never I never considered it euthanize. <laughs> Like, it's just, like, a very nice, gentle thing. You just, like, sit on, a, like, a nice, a velvety chair, and they just, like, slowly, like... Listen to some good music. Yeah, it's like someone walks up, and they pat your head, and, like, good night. You've tried your best. <laughs> you gave it a good one. to say, like, a, yeah. hey, you've worked some jobs, and you put your hopes in things. Like, I feel like Josh's view is equally dark as mine, but also more peaceful and tranquil. Yeah. Like... Not for the sake of sounding, like, really dark or, like, trying to, like, have, like, this really, like, really, like, sad conversation. But, like, <laughs> as a, an adult in my mid-twenties, I have tried really hard. I have, too. <laughs> so, like, we put in lots of effort. I have, too. Yeah, like, so, yeah, when, like, when I say we, The like, stuff I'm stuff. doing right now, I kind of consider it my last leg. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm giving it a go, but, man, if it's a couple more years of this, uh, I might have to just ride off into the sunset. What if that's another option, to Why? literally ride off into the sunset? They give you a horse, and you just get to go west. I mean, I straight up told my mom, and this kind of, I think it may have upset her. I said, um, if like a couple years from now, I feel like I've failed or not met expectations or feel stuff's not going anywhere. I'm just going to disappear for a minimum of a month. Like no way of contact, no way of being found. And yeah, we're just going to take it from there. I think like that's the struggle of like people of our age. Like as like I'm Jared and I are by no means like these special two. Oh man, these guys in particular struggle. But like lots of people, like you go, you're told like, hey, like you go to like when you're in high school, hey, figure out what you want to do with your life, and then go to college and get your degree, and then you'll do it. But like that's not how it works out almost nope. ever. Like we have Luke here, who's a very <laughs> special case. Who ah, so special. Went to school to be a teacher and then almost immediately following graduation became a teacher and loves being a teacher and yeah. finds it really fulfilling. That is amazing, but it's also super rare. Yeah, you so like, <laughs> sorry. I yeah, mean, like, sorry guys. Yeah. You good friend of ours. I had it very, like very like nicely pointed. Like, Hey, like don't feel bad that you're someone in their mid twenties struggling to find a job because like, that's just how it is. And like people, you have like this horrible, like, almost soul-crushing realization, like, saying, hey, like, life is, like, not... None of, like, this process that, like, I was told... Like, no one, like... I guess we weren't told it would be easy, but, like, we were never told how difficult it was going to be. Like, hey, 
all right, so you did college, you have your degree, you're, like, ready to do this job, but, like, now... No one wants you. I was to say, yeah, no one wants you. <laughs> That's how I feel, unwanted. I was to say, like, I send, like, I send out, like, a resume to a thing where, like, the minimum qualification was for, like, a high school diploma, which I went to school for five years and did really well in school for five years. You have two degrees. <laughs> I say, I have a bachelor's and an associate's with, like, a very well above the average GPA. And like, I was told, Hey, you don't, we found someone that fits our qualifications better. Like it was just like a copy and paste HR letter. I'm like, wow, that was like a, that was just like a, a thing. I'm like, all right, like this is like kind of just like a backup thing. And like that yeah. bubble burst. I think they should tell kids that my situation is the minority. Yes. Like I fully recognize that things like really, 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 really like right fell place, place, right time oh, fell into like place nicely. Like worked yeah, perfectly in my situation. And I don't. It's not like I. I joke when I like. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, like we're, I don't hold yeah. bad blood about. Like I'm yeah. happy you found that. Yeah, Any I mean, of our friends that are in a good situation, it's like I'm yeah. happy for them. If you hold bad blood, I mean, like you're in the perfect situation right here, right now, because huh. it is still like this is my. Third or fourth time on the show, and I still haven't been here in the daylight. <laughs> yeah. I'm convinced the shine does not sun. The shine. The shine. The shine does not sun on this house. The sun does not shine on this house. I can it tell is, you I mean, it like, does. It's eternally dark here. But, I mean, if you Have really you seen how many windows are in my living room? <laughs> the living room is a window. It, yeah, it gets bright. <laughs> <laughs> to the point we have to retreat to the basement. Yeah. I can't handle what the sun is exposing. Yeah. <laughs> but, man, heck of a basement, you know? Yes. Good basement. Strong. strong great basement. Great, great basement. Great basement. Washer, dryer, lots of places to hang shirts. That's right. <laughs> right in front of us. But you know what? It smells delicious. No, Thank delicious. you. Delicious. delicious isn't the right term. Say nothing. I don't want to eat Jared's shirts. Nothing quite fills they, the stomach I mean, like a dryer they're, sheet. They're clean. Yeah. They are clean. It smells really good down here. Yeah. So back to your comment, Jared, about just like going and disappearing for a month. Yeah. Like I've, I mean, I've wanted to do that. Oh, just I like, fantasize about it like, so much. Just like that going is, to a mountain and just okay. being there. Yeah. Just like you know, surviving. Like I don't want to do a mountain personally. I can agree with all of you. This is a great idea, but at the same time, the bills still come. And, like, I'm conscientious of the fact that, like, my parents will have to pay those. <laughs> Somebody will have to pay my bills for me. So, I yeah. guess if you're going to do it, I guess you just commit and disappear forever. Yes. Yeah, I guess you got to go full-blown. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you don't, or at least you got to call, uh, you got to turn off your gas and all your electric and utilities. That'd be the courteous thing to do. So, yeah, Although, if you if the meter breaks or whatever, that's another way to trick them into thinking you're gone. Like uh, apparently, if you if you have a broken meter and it's not measuring properly, that's how our friend Tyler's mom got like two or three free months of electricity. <laughs> what? Yeah, they came out and was like, yeah, your meter's been broken for three or four months. There's nothing really we could do about it now because it wasn't measuring. It, so wait, did they give her like an? Like, in addition to the months that it was broken, or? Uh, so, basically, going forward, she had an electric yeah. bill, but they were like, yeah, technically, we can't measure any of yeah. what it was, so. You know, while we're on re- electric bills. Electric bills are stupid. They're, they're, they're complete bullcrap. 
So, like, you have a way to measure how much electricity you're using. Exactly. But like, an exact measurement. It's done by an estimate. So, like, when I lived in West Virginia, I was paying a lot for my electricity. And then when I moved back and I had, like, I got off, like, that electric bill sort of thing. Yeah. They sent me a $250 gift card for because of, I paid that much more than what I needed to. It's like... Wait, wait, this, it was a gift card? Yeah, like, it, it wasn't... Ca- they sent me a gift card. To where? No, it was just like a general Visa gift card. Oh, okay. Visa. Yeah. yeah. It was like a Visa gift card saying, hey, like, this is how much we overcharged you. I'm like, this means that you were able to calculate how much I owed because you know that I paid more than what I owed. Why didn't I just pay less over time and you wouldn't make me panic that first electric bill I got that was $100? <laughs> yeah. I, though, in the winter, my senior year at college, um, the electric company, and maybe... Yeah, I think the electric and gas company, like, called my parents, because that's who the name was under, utility-wise, to ask if anyone was still in the house, because <laughs> we literally kept it at, like, cold. There we go. like, whatever minimum, and just yep. walked around in blankets and sweatpants. Yep. <laughs> like, I know the struggle. I feel like you're not, like, you have, you're not a true college student unless you go through one season like that. Yeah. Like that's that's how Josh and I were whenever. The we, thing is, we probably could have afforded it, but we were all pretty cheap. <laughs> I think we probably could have done it too. I'd ra- honestly, I would rather live with a coat and blankets on than paying a bunch of extra to be comfortable yeah. for the hour, the the couple hours I'm at. I still place. do that because, like, the utility comes, like my rent, all my stuff's included in the thing, and I was like, Dad, is like, is my rent covering this stuff? He's like. I'm going to be honest, you don't really spend much of anything on electricity. (laughs) That's what, like, irritated me when I was in West Virginia because, like, I was paying a lot for, like, electricity to, like, heat my house a little bit even though I was never there because, like, I worked a lot. Yeah. By the time I got home, it was always really late. So, like, a large majority of the time I was renting that place, I wasn't there. So I was just paying to keep the stink bugs comfortable. (laughs) <laughs> yeah basically my stink bug infestation like all the stink bugs were living large off my pocket it was a stink bug resort yes it was a stink bug resort and man were they everywhere <laughs> all right so so I, no as far as the disappearing like in my head i'd go to a different country i don't know though like for some reason thailand sticks out in my head but maybe i'll just go to jamaica or somewhere like that well uh, we just were for you Omar. Might have to wait for a little bit to go to jamaica oh uh, yeah there. why did something happen let the water <laughs> drain out there yeah they got hit pretty hard they're like underwater right now oh well this guy named dorian showed up and like just oh i didn't realize dorian hit there i thought it stayed north of jamaica no it hit it hard all right. It sat down on Jamaica. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Then maybe somewhere in South America. Nah, I like Thailand. I think I'm quiet enough and self-sufficient enough where I think I would just try to go to my room. <laughs> okay. Disappear in my room and like no one actually knows if I'm home. It's a very real possibility I'm home, but at the same time, we don't know because we haven't seen him. We don't hear a peep. Headphones, yeah. man. Use just headphones. Always in headphones, always in, like, three pairs of socks just to make... Like, even, like, I'm pretty soft-footed anyways. I could just, like, tiptoe around all the time. Just, like, I am just... Disappear, but, like, disappear in a place where you would expect to find me anyways, but... 
Hey, I'm leaving, but not leave. Hot in plain sight. Or I'd go to Russia, because that place seems sad and down anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, nobody, join nobody's going to come looking for you in Russia. Even if they yeah. know you're in Russia, they're not going to come looking for you. They'll just That's be like, yeah. they'll just be like, you're sad. Me too. <laughs> like you would just like look like you're Russian, just because like yeah, like you're like you kind of like I, you can pull it off. Like no, I agree. Yeah. You could definitely like, not. The I have blonde hair, you. blue eyes. Yeah. I'm always in a hurry. Do you enjoy vodka? I'm running around everywhere. Uh, yeah, sure. Well, you'll fit right in. Yeah. Bet yeah, they actually in. have some decent. I mean, I can survive on Vlad. So hot <laughs> yuck. Yeah. So. For those of you out there that were listening and are in the situation similar to ours, just for the sake of encouraging you, hey, we get it. <laughs> 20s are hard. They're not the easiest time, but you know what? You're still here. You get the most improved award. <laughs> <laughs> this might have been the most mature conversation I've heard coming out of this podcast. Um, I define maturity and that it's a sobering conversation I, I mean yeah it was sobering but it was also super real oh yeah and like we do that sometimes sometimes yeah. between, you do in between talking about the times we pooped our pants yeah not often <laughs> not often there. but here and there yeah, every we'll, now and then we you guys get real from time to time. Why not? Josh and I will give a dark nugget that just... <laughs> I mean, it, like, it wasn't meant to go in that depressing route, but, like, yeah, hey, but like, that's... You know where we're going to take it. You know where I'm going to take it, at we're least. We're working our best to, like, work through it, and you're here with us, and we're happy to have you here with us. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for all the five-star reviews for our struggles. Yeah. <laughs> we... They're supporting your you're, struggles. You're supporting our I, struggles. Not I fiscally. Hurt, I hurt for my craft. <laughs> I was just say, we have the true soul of an artist. Yeah. I hurt for this. I share my pain. I, I share my pain with others. What's the context of our conversation about Chinese social structure? Well, it's because as an adult, I'm sure... <laughs> the struggles are real. Well, now, my whole thing about saying there was valid points... I'll admit I wasn't paying attention to everything entirely, <laughs> but the whole uh, social media thing where you could, like, punish people for just being the way they are on social media, I, especially, like, if you see, like, someone obnoxious on Facebook yep. or something like that, I was like, man, that would be nice. They could use a good tasing or water ballooning. Water ballooning? Water ballooning, yes. The act of being water ballooned. Oh, okay. I think a serious tickling would be interesting to watch. Yeah. Like, somebody like to walk up to you, like, straight face, just start tickling you. Just in a way, just like, like, not in like a weird, like, perverted way, but just like, I'm going to tickle you because I know it makes you feel like, I know, like, you don't like it, and I'm going to tickle you until, like, you're, like, on the ground, like, giggling, but, like, like in if, a to the way. point To the point of almost suffocation. Like, you're yeah. afraid you're going to suffocate because or you're going to tickle yourself. Or Peter, yes. I think that I just, that idea, to me... It's just a fascinating, like, thing to think about. Like, what does it look like to seriously tickle somebody? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm going to tickle you just out of spite. Yeah, I've never done it out of spite. I don't know. You, like, tickle a little kid because it's funny and they're having fun. <laughs> yeah. But you know to stop. Yeah, what happens if you reach, like, a point? Like, a breaking here, point? just, like, like, let me paint this picture. Like, you're in a dark alley and somebody comes up to you wearing this ski mask and pulls their hands out of their pockets and starts moving them in just, like, a very, like, 
tickle, tickle, like, animated manner. And, like, you know what they're about to do. And they just sort of <coughs> straight face. Straight you face, can, yes. Like, through, like, the ski mask, you can tell if they're straight face. They're just, like, tickling you. And you make eye contact. And these are not the eyes of someone that cares about you. <laughs> so can you be tickled when you're afraid? I don't know. That's an interesting point. Like, like, so some people are afraid of being tickled because they know how ticklish they are. But, like, if you're in a state of fear... Can you be tickled? I'm not sure if you look at, like, ethics standards of doing research, you can actually find this out. I'm not sure if you can, like, actually do this experiment ethically anymore. I know you can be sad and still be tickled or mad and be tickled. Yeah. So... I think so. I would assume... Yeah. I kind of want to experiment. Like, if you were at a horror movie or something and you were scared or a haunted house. Yeah. Okay. We know... Like, I know... You could be tickled. yeah. Or if, like, a... Yeah, let's say you were living a horror movie scenario and there's a slasher guy after you and you're hiding in the yeah. closet and someone comes over and tickles so, like, you. We can definitely try this. Like, you would definitely chuckle. Super ticklish and my oh, brothers yes. are super ticklish, so we might have to try at some point just like to try to seriously tickle them. I know yeah. one person in particular that is super, super ticklish. Super ticklish. And that we could tickle this person. And like, I was just thinking about this. I don't think you could tickle someone to death because they'll just pass out first. Yeah. Yeah. So... That's well, the case I'm, with most things. I wonder if anybody's been tickled to the point of passing out. Maybe. If you are out there and you've been tickled to the point of passing out, please contact. Your body just gave up and shut down. Contact Table in the Basement. Yes. We need to hear your stories. Come on. We'll do a spotlight edition of Table in the Basement issue. But Yes. So, any new topics? Anyone else want to take something? or I, I have something because take it away, my Luke. topic is only going to last for... Six more minutes. So today is Friday the 13th. <gasps> and not only is it Friday the 13th, it's Friday the 13th, and it's a full moon. Full moon. Now, I'm not one for superstition, nor am I one to believe in that full moon crap. But we are people to raise paranoia and make people concerned. <laughs> but boy, have I seen some crap these last couple days. Like, teaching-wise? Teaching-wise, yes. Teaching-wise. Like, things have been real weird. So, like, in the past week, like, approaching Friday the 13th and approaching... Uh, the full moon, like, there's been, like, so completely hoax and fake threats towards, like, the schools and, like, school, my school and, and, like, schools in the area. But, like, so threats have been coming out, and it's, it's just been chaos. Like, complete chaos just because everybody's afraid. Everybody's, like, in a heightened state of emotion. Desks are being thrown. Not at me or not by me, but I've heard some things. Kids are all kinds of, like, wonky. It's just weird. Now, I don't know if that's, like, somebody, like, if that's induced or if it's by the full moon. So what do you guys think about the whole, like, full moon and, like, inducing people to act irrationally because it's a full moon? Honestly, I've never thought about it. I don't really buy into it just because... I'm still shocked that it's actually Friday the 13th yeah. that you, I didn't even realize that until now. Um, as it's about to end I guess you're welcome and maybe it's because of like I've been distracted lately Uh, two days ago I turned on the TV and wondered why they were showing a documentary about the Twin Towers Um, and then I saw the date because that was the first I like actually looked at my phone and I was like oh my gosh I I honestly I know that feeling like I it was nine it was September 11th and I'm like Oh, yeah. This is like, a date that's important. I 
But I mean, it was 18 years. Yeah, so I it's been a long time. Super crazy I think it think is about. something that, yeah, when you get distant from it, I don't know. I I felt bad about, I don't want to say forgetting, but not even it occurring at that time. Not acknowledging it. I think it's like, it's, but I think it is also one of those, as, as time goes on, people kind of like not... Life continues. Yeah, like life, like you kind of move on a little bit, and like especially like as that distance establishes itself, like you kind of like you don't grow cold to it. It's just it's not as fresh in your mind, and that yeah. like the pain, like you kind of healed a little bit. Like so, we as a country have kind of healed a little bit from yeah. it. Like it's still that. Like I'm not by any means saying like we're good now, but like just like kind of like wounds get a little bit better over time. Yeah, and we're not. Yeah. It's not so fresh. But uh, for the Friday the Thirteenth and the full moon thing. Um, I don't know. I never, uh, like, the whole werewolves or any of the, oh, don't do this on a full moon, don't feed this gremlin after midnight. Yeah. Like, that stuff... I feed my gremlin after midnight all the time. I don't know. For the most part, I don't think any of that stuff ever <laughs> freaked me out. No, I've never been a superstitious person. No, neither have um, I, but it's just... It's just been like a super. I don't. It's probably been like a super weird strain of yeah. string of like coincidences. I will say the thing that's weird to me as far as horror related are uh, those yuris, which uh, that's in any of those Japanese or Asian films, like the ghosts or spirit curses that are unrelentless and follow you everywhere, like the Grudge, okay. like the oh, long black okay, hair yeah, or yeah, the yeah. Ring, yeah. Yes. Shudder, any of those. Yeah, like, for those of you that don't know, The Grudge and the Ring were originally Japanese horror movies that were then kind of readapted into so, American. So we talked about all those phases. I know we talked about the phase of uh, everyone was doing the paranormal, or found Blair footage. Witch found footage, and then there was a uh-huh. phase where everyone was doing devil possessions. Yep. Yep. So early 2000s, so this would have been 2000 through, I'm going to say 2004, what was happening was American, basically Hollywood was remaking Asian horror films like a year after they had come out in those markets and, and basically just revamping it. Same plot, American actors. Uh, sometimes they were set in an Asian city, but sometimes it was just a completely... Americanized version of it. Like uh the ring, they like it went from a Japanese thing to Naomi Watts and someone else. Mm-hmm. And was actually like very successful. Oh yeah. That, that was out. actually got and I mean it's it's freaky. Those oh, yeah. those yeah. videotapes were freaky deaky, man. And I, I give a lot of credit, there's no cheap jump scares. No. It, it like any of those Asian films, it, it just it's just terror like the visuals and the 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 curse and so juan which i guess in japanese is the grudge so then that came out and had huge success in japan so then they brought it over well they kept it in japan but put in american actors in main roles and made a more continuous plot and turned that that, yeah sarah michelle geller yeah yeah um so then that had success. Uh, Shudder was a Taiwan. Or, and then there was like some other Chinese ones that they basically remade. So that was a phase. 
But those, uh, that whole idea of the grudge of it didn't matter if it was just a caretaker or a gardener that accidentally set foot in that house. They were literally cursed and tormented until it finally, like, killed them. Poor guys. So, I think, like, as much as, like, that curse stuff, it doesn't freak me out for real life. But, like, for the movie element, if you're, like, put yourself in as the character, it's like, oh, my God, I can't imagine, like, just everywhere I sit and look. That's sympathetic. Like, there's no relief. Like, yeah. you, like you as a viewer like, knows, like, this doesn't this, this doesn't end well. This poor lady literally did nothing wrong, and she is getting tormented everywhere she yes. goes. Like in my like in horror movies and like movies in general, I like. I think most people like a nice positive resolution. Like, there can be problems along the way, but towards the end, I would like things to get figured out in a good way where the person's, like, all right. But, like, mm-hmm. in those movies, you know, this person is not going to end up all right. This yeah. doesn't go well. I think the the ring situation would be worse because they didn't, like, it was, like, a countdown. Were they yeah. given, like, a week yes. after they watched it? You're going to die you know? in seven days. Yeah, you're going to die in seven days. So that would be, that would be worse, like, because you know it's coming. Mm-hmm. Inevitable. Inevitable. I think what... I'm helped with the ring, though, because it was VHS, and I don't think it's possible to accidentally watch that anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's... It's honestly crazy to think about that, because I saw that when I was 11 or 12, and, like, that doesn't seem that long ago, but that movie came out 19 years ago. It's been a while. crap. 2000, I, I think. I remember, like, as that, that age when it was, like, coming out, I'm like, well, like, there was that, like, unreasonable, like, kid feel, like, well, what if it's, like, in, what if it's accidentally mislabeled in, in my movies and I put it in and I watch it on accident? But now it's like, yeah, there's no way I can accidentally view this. <laughs> For the most part. Like, even if this thing, like, in, like, a, in the movie situation, if this thing is a real thing, I'm probably not going to see it just because, like. Yeah, it's out of date. Yeah. <laughs> but. I don't know those what? ones. Those ones where it's like a a curse, a yuri, or whatever yeah, they yeah. call it. Um, I don't know. I I find that stuff more entertaining, or I don't want to say feasible, but probably compared to the full moon thing and like yeah. the whole werewolf. Yeah, would be more well, and plus Asian culture, like. They actually do give more merit and credit to things being cursed or yeah. haunted, like um, houses where there's been like a homicide or a murder suicide. Any of that's like what happened in the Grudge. Those houses sell for really cheap because they do feel like yeah. their spirits still inhabiting it. So, yeah, it's interesting. Like if you look at like different cultures, like different understanding of like the supernatural, and, like what like yeah. they're like. Their folklore and like what like their society believes. It's really really cool. Like well, it's how different it is. Yeah, the Shinto Shintoism and Buddhism. Like I think like because many of the Japanese like Shintoism can lend a little more to that. Why they can, why it's more plausible plausible in their culture for yes. things to be like a spirit yes. there or cursed. And like they're yeah, and like you said, like it's true with like a lot of like reverence and like. Yeah, mm-hmm. awareness, and then you have in America, you can buy a Ouija board at Walmart. 
Yeah. <laughs> to get in the game section. Oh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it's just... Never has it been like easier said, to curse your house with a demon. Very, yeah, you know what? What the heck? Why not? Let's just invite this demon in to hang out. It's yeah. very different. <laughs> but yeah, I'm Fascinating. On the, I'm on the same page of the, the full moon Friday the 13th. I think it's all bullcrap. No. And, and a lot of it is the... Uh, what's that like called? Like Just because... Is it the amoeba... Placebo? Placebo. Placebo. Yeah, placebo. placebo. Amoebas yeah. are bacteria. Yeah, placebo effect. It's like, I think it's all a lot of placebo effects. Like, now, I will say those Friday the 13th films, entertaining for oh, the yeah, most yeah, part. Oh, yeah. Like, that's Jason. Classic Jason slasher. Voorhees. I enjoyed those ones. But, yeah, I was never really... Yeah. I've never been a super... St- it's kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy sort of thing. Like, anytime anything remotely out of the normal happens, like, well, Friday the 13th, or like, it's that full moon. It's like, eh. Like, I briefly thought I was superstitious, but I'm just OCD. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> like people like on my baseball team, oh, you know, I uh, twist the bats in my bag three times, and what do you do? Oh, I uh, turn the bathroom lights off in my house in a specific <laughs> order so that no one in my family dies. Um <laughs> <laughs> so it's like we're like the same person, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's the same thing. Yeah. This actually reminds me, a while ago I had like this horror movie idea where the whole idea of the movie is so like it's like your generic haunted house situation. Uh-huh. And like this guy moves in, like the house is haunted. But the guy is just like very level-headed and like down to earth, and he's just trying his absolute best just to deal with it the best he can. Like he's like, like just like imagine something like, like pulls his covers off. No, please. Like give guy, me. like yeah, so yeah, yeah, exactly. Like guy, in like his mid twenties or like young thirties is like he's like in the kitchen. He turns around, so like up, oh, all the chairs are stacked on the table. And he's like he just sighs and shakes his head and takes the chairs back down. And it's just to a point where like all the chairs are nailed to the floor, and like he like he doesn't cover up. He just. He's just like in sweatpants and a sweatshirt to go to bed because the blankets are always flying yeah. off, and like he just he's just doing his best to adjust to life with a ghost. This sounds like an adult version of Casper. Sure, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like just, I mean, just like your paranormal activity, like Poltergeist movie, just like guy, just like very level-headed, like not really afraid, but just like. But not in denial either. Like he's like, yeah, this is a problem. Yeah, this ghost. stuff is happening. He's just dealing with it because yeah, he's just. He can't not deal with it. He doesn't have the money to move out, so he's just going to try his best. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, did you see the deal I got on this place? I don't care how much you try to haunt me. I'm not leaving. Yeah, so, like, he's, like, there at night trying to sleep, and, like, the TV turns on, like, the static going. Unplugs the TV. TV stays on. So, like... Puts in head, like, ear, like, plugs, and just, like, it's, like, some eye. eye. It's, like, an eye thing, and just, like, curls up in, like, his sweatshirt and sweatpants and just, like, does his best. And, like, he just, like, walks through the house, and, like, a knife flies out of him. He just, like, casually just, like, ducks out of the way and keeps walking to the bathroom because he has to be at work. Or, like, yeah, like, a weird disfigured thing comes down the stairs. All right, I'm going to get out of here. He just, like, picks up his chair, and, like, he does that thing where, like, like, you're still sitting here, but you're just, like, holding with your hands. It just, like, moves to a different room yeah. and sits back down. And All right. I guess I'll read over here. She's like, not now, guys. I'm, like, I'm really trying to get through this. Like, he's walking down the hallway, and, like, the two little girls are at the end of the hallway. And, like, he just, like, kind of, just, like, he, like, just, like, kind of very I'm courteously, like, excuse us. me. And just, like, moves sorry. past him. Pats them on the head. Like, yeah, sorry. It is part of me. I need to go. <laughs> I need to go take the stuff off the stove. <laughs> Gets accustomed to, like, always cold water. Yeah. Yeah, the shower or like a glob of hair just comes out. Up, oh, yep, yep. Drain. Sh- shaves his head just to like you know just to avoid yeah. that period. About to say, right. 
someone comes over and is freaking out, but like he's like he's just like doing his best to cater to his guests while also dealing with the ghosts in the background. <laughs> Catering to the I guests. I like that idea. Ghosts. I think it'd be more funny than anything. I think it would. I think that's what they I think I don't know if you could really make a whole movie. It would be like a fifteen minute like short <laughs> film, but yeah, I think that would be an interesting concept for like a horror movie in quotation marks. Table yeah. in the basement has dibs, by the way. Dibs. Dibs. Ours. Guy doing his best to deal with a ghost. Just like, I think that's like, I love the straight man in shows. I think those roles are funny, especially when they're in outlandish situations. Like, you take like your standard, like, Arnold from Hey Arnold character and just like take <laughs> just like awful, horrible, like really out there situations. Yeah. Like, having him do his best to cope with it. Like, <laughs> just size. <sighs> okay. Now, would you have yep. like the, the sitcom? like audience laughter in it as well no just like he would like he would treat it like a horror movie just okay. like this guy just like doing his best just to deal with it so you still have like the dramatic horror movie music yeah like everything's on. dramatic and like it's spooky but this guy's just doing his best to deal with it <laughs> the pots and plans go pans go flying through the air he's just like guys I just like he gets away. out of the shower and like the steam on the mirror is there and then like something starts to write in it but he just like wipes off the whole thing so you can see himself <laughs> to comb his hair yeah. like it's just like writing get out but like he just wipes it off too fast and then just starts combing his hair it's like this is just what it is I can't move out I don't have the money to I like I'm sorry I don't have the money <laughs> I think like, it would work well just doing his best to coexist <laughs> the end of the movie is like the the demon or the ghost or whatever just like ends up like subsiding to the man, and like they just live each other, with each other in harmony. Yeah, like it's like towards the end, like like it's like twenty years later, the guy's like a lot older now, like he's still just doing his thing. But like the ghost and then they have like this unspoken agreement where they just exist together. Yeah, the ghost is gonna do spooky things, and the guy's not gonna care. Like the ghost isn't gonna waste its energy trying to scare him because he knows he's just not. Gonna he just care. like will go and stack chairs in one corner because I, <laughs> I got to do something. So but, the, the ghost will stack chairs, but he'll leave one. One chair, so he it's can like sit the, on it. The, not, the chair he always. And he leaves there, and the other ones are just in the and corner. And then they, he'll just the human will just nod approval, and <laughs> yeah, but like he'll just like kind of like tip his hat as he goes out the door to like the horrible, disfigured like monster like yeah. working its way just around the corner like in a ball. It's and then like whenever like like the cover doors instead of like all of them opening up like spontaneously, just like whenever the guy needs one, just to the open ones up, he needs, the ones or... he needs, he just opens up. Yeah, and, like the dishes go flying from the sink into the dishwasher, stuff like yes. that. Yes. I'm taking this. And, like, the, you know, like, the guy, like... Sorry, you had a hair. Uh, anyway. <laughs> the guy, like, invites, like, guests over every now and then just so, like... OCD. The, the ghost can, like, have some, like, fun or whatever. Yeah. Just to, like, induce horror to some people. Or, like, he has, like, a dinner party and, like, there's a dream where, like, everything's normal in the living room. But if you, like, it shows just, like, upstairs, like, a shot and just, like, things are going bonkers <laughs> just in, like, a completely empty room. <laughs> like, the ghost is just, like, getting his energy out up here doing stuff. <laughs> has fun with like one person everybody else is like fully normal yes lets him have his fun yeah let's get to work on this movie I'm okay with it yeah pitch it to Tyler it can be called paranormal (laughs) (laughs) can this disembodied spirit an average guy on a tight budget go live in harmony without driving each other crazy a fight between this paranormal and, and an iron-willed <laughs> guy down on his luck. Yeah. <laughs> I'd watch it. I would be okay. Yeah. yeah. I think it was something like, look into, like, you could definitely, like, 
weasel your way around from having to do like the really spooky, scary effects stuff. Like, you could probably do some like practical thing. Like it's easy to set up like line and make a cupboard door open. So, I mean, you could do better than paranormal activity. You could do paranormal activity. <laughs> <laughs> like we right now have the budget to do paranormal activity. You're right. You just need like some low notes and someone that you can pair them up correctly with uh, the closings of the doors. Yeah. Yeah. I'll throw a baseball at someone. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that has to do with out, out of frame. I just thought it'd be funny. Jared being angry. <laughs> yeah. Ow. Dang it, man. Jared, we weren't filming. I know. <laughs> we're just acting out. Sorry. Frustrated. The Euthanasia thing didn't pull through. Can't go west. Yeah. All right. So moving on. This is kind of a thing I wanted to bring up because so – you back to like a music kind of okay. segment. So, what is a band that you listened to a lot and enjoyed a lot in your youth that you've forgotten about? Like, I can start us off. Yeah, start us off because I got to think about the bands I've Say, forgotten about. Because Family Force Five <laughs> is a <laughs> band right. in like middle high school oh, that like goodness. I didn't have a taste in music really at all. But I'm like, hey, for some reason I liked Family Force Five a lot and I listened to them a lot. But then the second I started listening to actual good music. They just kind of slowly faded away from my memory. And, like, now, like, recently, like, it's just I have fond memories of them enough where, like, I can listen to it now and be okay with it just because of, like, the memories from my younger days. So, like, what's a band that you've forgotten about that you used to really be into? So this kind of, like, almost goes with the topic that I was thinking about. It's, like, a music genre you used to listen to, but uh, you used to like, but you don't like it anymore. So whenever I was, like... Probably like middle school, I got really, really into country music. Okay, yeah, yeah, like, like a lot. Like I, lo- I loved country music, and I got into that a lot. But I don't listen to it anymore. But like, if I'm ever like in a situation where someone else is, and Jared's scrolling through his iTunes right now, and man, I'm seeing some album covers that are bringing back some good memories. Yeah, like I'm seeing Escape the Fates, um, Dying Is Your Lady's Fashion. Oh yeah, wow, that was man. That was good stuff. Anyway, but like, I like so like if I'm like in a public place and some good music, some older country music's playing that I used to listen to, like it's pretty nostalgic. Yeah, I enjoy it. Yeah, I would have to agree with you on that. Like, um, what was it? A couple years back, whenever the Dixie Chicks did their reunion tour, my <laughs> sister and I went to that because like I don't listen to country anymore. Like I didn't. I haven't liked the direction that country went. I completely agree. But, like, late 90s and early 2000s country, like, I can still listen to, like, a Sarah Evans, Brad Paisley, Martina McBride. Like... Mud on the tires, man. mm -hmm. There's there's so much from that era of country that if I were to hear it come on, or, like, George Strait, Mm -hmm. Gary Allen, like, I actually do appreciate those those artists a lot um i i think it's hilarious so it sounds like jared you and i had a a similar music i mean i grew up i when i was i had older an older sister that was really big into country music Uh so that was some of my introduction into identifying individual music sorry i'm still looking at jared's album covers he's, he's going through yeah um but I think like similar, similar music pathways. 
a very, very sharp turn from country into heavy metal. Yeah. Which is, like, it doesn't make any sense at all. Like, it was a very, very sharp turn right into heavy metal for me where, I, like, I completely stopped listening to any country music and went right into yeah to metal, which is comical, I think. Man, oh, my goodness. Man. He's just scrolling through all these old, like, albums, covers. And, I'm like, just trying to see, like, who... I'm trying to see if there's someone that, man, I haven't listened to them in a long time, but if I were to put it on, I would be like, yes, we're <laughs> back, baby. I mean, you're like, so there was some corn, like you, you just Silverstein corn? was up there recently. Yeah. All right, wait, real quick. Silverstein or Silverstein? Silverstein. That's what I thought. Like, I've been to Silverstein concerts, and they said Silverstein, but still people try to argue with me. Yeah. Oh, so there's some Gary Allen I'm seeing and Garth Brooks. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think, like, 90s music in general, like, 90s grunge. Yeah. Like, you don't, I don't listen to, to it too often, but anytime I, I hear it, like, it's just, it's really nostalgic. Because. I would say, uh, one that I didn't realize how much I liked until, I want to say, in college, Incubus was one I never realized a how much I knew from Incubus but b how much I then liked them I just had a dream I went to an Incubus concert I've been to two of them I I've been to one but I could, you just reminded me I had a dream yeah. I went to an Incubus concert for no reason at all because I like I'm not like a huge Incubus fan like if they if they come on like on whatever I'm listening to like I I enjoy it but like I don't seek to listen to Incubus but I just Yeah I just had a dream recently, and I, that's weird that I remembered that. That's yeah, crazy. I uh, that was actually really good concerts. I uh, saw them in Camden a couple times. First time I saw them, I inadvertently parked a half mile away from the venue. <laughs> Is that a good or a bad thing? That was a scary walk. Camden's <laughs> not a very good. Neighborhood. We did the same thing, except it was during the daytime for System of a Down. Yeah, we parked. It was a little bit away, and like just like walking around, like, hey, I'm glad I'm with the other person for this. Well, oh my yes, I was, but in my opinion, like if we'd have gotten shot at or injured, and they just said, "What are you thinking?" and, and I just said, "I'm not paying twenty five or thirty dollars to park." Absolutely, that's not. a racket. That's like, so stupid. We paid like ten bucks. Yeah. Well, I think. I guess when you put it in that light, you're paying more for... You're not so much paying for a parking space as you are for safety and peace of mind. Which, well, that's Can dumb. you really put a price on it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I guess... I'll tell you, like, <laughs> ten bucks. Such an interesting thing about people our age. Like, you can... People our age, like... Yeah, you could put a price on peace of mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you, like, talk to somebody that's, like, older and, like, has kids, like, oh, yeah, like, there is no, I would pay any price to keep my kids safe. But as someone, like, without kids or anything to worry about with that, like. Or money. Oh, yeah, like, I, there's definitely, like. We're tight on money. I'm on a budget, and, like, I, I would definitely say I'm willing to walk and risk my life if it means paying $25 less. Yeah. Oh, I. Fascinating. I just I would do it again. <laughs> and I did it again. I hate paying for something knowing that I could go somewhere else yeah. and pay less. Yes. So like in Lock Haven specifically, there's like it's Lock Haven is a very where Josh and I went to college, very, very cheap town. And like I guess that wasn't necessarily a good thing because like in going to college there 
for four years, I spent like time paying not much money for a bunch of things. And then going outside of Lock Haven, I get super frustrated with places that I had to pay a lot of money for something that I paid next to yeah. nothing for. Yeah. Like, spoiled. Oh my goodness. Spoiled. Say, like when I went to Pittsburgh, eye opener. Yeah. So like, for example, uh, at a lot of the bars in Lock Haven, not that I went to them much, but when I did, I would go and I would get a, a beer for $1. And I thought like, okay, this makes sense. But like going literally anywhere else for that same beer, you have to pay like six yeah. bucks. For a long time, I thought the standard price of a yingling was two fifty, and then we went to the beach. That's yeah, that's not the case. Five dollars for a yingling. So I either things. I would either just not drink or do it in spite. And also, Sheets has also done this to me. By the way, wrecked right. your colon. That, yes, that, but, and like, by the way, bring back the swing, you know? Hashtag, uh, hashtag bring, back bring, bring the swing. But, like, so, like, they, their price of hot dogs has completely changed the way I think about money in general. Bucko nine for two dogs. Yes, yeah, so, like, amazing. You get, so, roughly for a dollar, you can get two hot dogs. So, now, anytime I buy something, I think. I always get two hot dogs. I can buy this for 40 bucks, or. I could get. 80 hot dogs. 80 bucko six dogs. That's yes. right. That's the thing. When I go to Sheets, I'm always buying hot dogs with it because that's a why not dollar. It's you well, get something. I will and then admit, hot dogs. yeah, I'll usually get like something that I want, like a chicken wrap or a burger. Yeah. But it's like I throw in that bucko six dogs because I know that'll fill me up. Yeah. I'm gonna feel like a piece of shit afterwards. Yeah, and but it's, it's not it's gonna like, look pretty. It's gonna be loaded to the brim with boom boom sauce past the point where you can <laughs> recognize it as a food, but. Yeah. But it wasn't a financially irresponsible decision. No. And, like, it yeah. tastes good. Oh, yeah. I feel terrible, but it tastes good. Like, yeah. As far as hot dogs go, hot dogs yeah. are hot dog. To say, like, do you ever, like, I think, like, you can hear, like, we make gourmet hot dogs. Bullcrap. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, our, our hot dogs are all beef and no blah, blah, blah. And it's, like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Okay. That's so just... that means I'm paying, like, four bucks for a hot dog? You're just that's just like you wearing a monocle as you grind up all the leftover parts still. <laughs> yeah. Like you are like you just look fancy you look a little more fancy than the guy with like a lazy eye covered in grease stains that's doing the exact yeah. same process. Give me the carny. I have to say. <laughs> Hot dogs will always be a disgusting food. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Delicious. Delicious. So good. I love hot dogs. Conceptually speaking, they're a disgusting food, but you know what? So is spam. And so is Scrapple and other things I enjoy. There's a lot of things that are disgusting if you see how they're really made. most processed get, food. Really, if you get down to it, like if yeah. you look at meat in general, <laughs> if you think if, it's, it's funny. Like, if I you mean, take, we're yeah, you're stunning and slitting an animal. Exactly. Step back, alien perspective on how humans eat. Like, all right, they just kill this. An- they kill this other living thing. And then they skinned it and cut it open and tore out all of its organs. Mm-hmm. And now they're eating the stuff on the side of, like, the body underneath the skin. Yeah. And they're putting it in between bread. I've never thought of that. And then they're using its skin to make footballs yes. and stuff. And they just hung that thing. Maybe it, maybe Ed Gein wasn't such a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> quite the jump, quite the jump. <laughs> but you know what? Man, is it delicious. Yeah. It's good. That's good. I dig my meats. So speaking of questionable meat, um, I have a couple students that uh, a few years ago moved from moved to this area from Thailand, 
So they, the the majority of their lives they've lived in Thailand, and I've pretty good relationship with these these two um, siblings. And jokingly, um, on one occasion, I I said like you guys should bring me in some Thai food one time, and so they did. They brought me in Thai food, and it was like rice and beef and like some crazy Thai sauce, and it was delicious, great. And I recently made that joke again, not expecting them to bring Thai food for me. Like I'm just joking. But again, they brought me in Thai food. But man, was this questionable. Like I've eaten some questionable things, but this was like very especially questionable because they told me it was chicken. And I've eaten a lot of chicken in my day. And this was not chicken. And I, I, like, I went to these two students. I said, listen, what did you just feed me? Like it was good and I ate it. But I want to know what you fed me. They said chicken. And I'm like, that was not chicken. And she said, no, it wasn't like the, like the chicken breasts or the thighs or the wings or the legs. And I said, you just named the whole chicken. And she says, yeah. I'm like, well, what was it? And she said, like, because of like a language barrier, she couldn't think of it. And she had to look up. And like a half hour later, she said, oh, it's chicken gizzard. So <laughs> I got fed chicken gizzard. And it, it was good, but yeah. it was an interesting <laughs> – I, I ate chicken gizzard against my will, and it was interesting. Huh. I mean, by all means, go ahead and try it, but – I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. I'm doing all right. You know, I have oatmeal for breakfast, and that's just dandy. I'm okay with oatmeal. I had coffee, so – yeah, I mean, like, it's cool to experiment, but at the same time, like, hey. I didn't mean to, though. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have, I don't think if, like, if someone's like, hey, you want some chicken gizzard? I would say yes to that ever because I know what a gizzard is and what it does. But by surprise, I ate chicken gizzard, and it was, like, a little a little tough to eat, but, I mean, it, it tasted fine. But that was probably because of the cooking and the sauce. But, so, yeah, surprisingly ate chicken gizzard. Let's do it again. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, it all depends. I mean, if they give it to you for free or offer it, you're not going to turn it down. Oh, That's it was true. for free, and they offered it to me. And so why why the heck not? Yeah. That's one of the perks of being a teacher. Kids just bring you food. Home ec classes are the best because yeah. they always make too much food, and I've established myself as the teacher that will eat the extra food. So I always get the extra food, and, man, it's it's just pleasant. Some days I don't even have to pack a lunch. It's always a risk, though. It is a risk. But you know what? Whatever. It pays off sometimes. Sometimes I get chicken gizzard. Yeah. Other times I get cookies. But whatever. All right. Well, here's a topic that I was given by somebody. So what is one thing that you lived without for a long time, but now that you have it, you can never see yourself living without it again? Oh, boy. So, like, the example I was given by my brother, he said Spotify. Like, he pays for Spotify Premium. So, Mm -hmm. he has, like, the extra, like, he can, like, stream it on his phone and stuff on the go and other things like that. And he says, like, or, like, even just, like, Spotify in general, just, like, that idea of, like, being able to just, like, look up a band and, like, actually stream their song, like, without having to pay extra money or anything. So, like, things Mm. like that were, like, it's not really a necessity of life, but now that you have it, like, you just never want to not have it again. I honestly don't know what it's like to pay legit. A legitimate amount of money for music, because like we grew up in the LimeWire LimeWire era, yeah, where like 
we were, I think, at least I was, was ignorantly downloading music. Oh, yeah, I was. Like, I, and I, I didn't necessarily know that I was doing a bad thing then out of ignorance. Like, now I look back and think, man, I wish I would have, like, because, like, I know, like, the struggles of a band and, like, yeah. and, like the music industry. Like, hey, they really could have used my money in paying for things. And I feel bad about that. But I don't know if I know, like, because I have Spotify Premium, too, and it's great. But... Like, I mean, it's only like, what, uh, I think it's like 10 bucks a month. So I don't think I've ever legitimately paid for a large amount of music. Yeah. So I guess, like, I probably would be in the same same boat as as him in that, like, I would, would enjoy life without Spotify. But, so something that I have in my life now that... So give us some thought. Yes. Well... I mean, I don't think, I think I'd be all right without a cell phone because I went for, like, I've only had a smartphone for, what, how many years now? Like two or three years? I've only had a smartphone. So that means I went through the most of my time with a cell phone that did bare minimum. Mm-hmm. Um, a car. Probably a car because without that, I probably wouldn't be here right now. No, I definitely wouldn't be here right now because you live far enough that it's way too far to get on a horse and get here. Yeah, in a reasonable amount of time. And driving is just convenient. My commute would go from 10 minutes to 4 hours. Yeah. Depends on how like much you want to think about this. Mm-hmm. Modern sanitation. You know, plumbing. I think it was just like more for like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. I uh, got a one year subscription to Netflix as a college present for going to college. Oh, yeah. I would not want to never have that. Like, Netflix is just like Netflix a nice, is like just a a nice, nice thing to come home to because you just yeah. like turn it on and just like let it do its thing and like you're not paying. Infinitely cheaper than any cable package you could and, ever find. Yeah, ever. and it I can crock a crap. Yeah, I is. can do my workouts and yeah. have that on, and it's just I see so many shows that I've heard about and always wanted to see, or movies that I never had the chance to see, and now I can. I don't want it to go away. <laughs> <laughs> don't do you, go away. What do you place. think, Josh? What's yours? I'm like, like I brought this question, but like I honestly, I want. I'm not sure now. Like I bring it up. Well, so you don't, you don't realize you miss something, or like you wish you had that until you don't have it. Yeah. So I think what we should do in the next like year or so, just like peri- periodically, just like take stuff from each other. Yeah. Like try this out. So like Jared, I'm gonna take your laptop for a month and see how you cope without it. Yeah, I probably honestly do okay. <laughs> not well, actually, not even noticing it's gone. I think, like, even like going on that, when I moved to West Virginia, like I had to go a solid week and a half, two weeks without internet, just because the people that did the internet just could not fit me in until two weeks later. They just yeah. could not find the time to come in and put a box in my house. But that's beside the point. So that that's was interesting. How it works. That was an interesting adjustment where, like, I had just had a couple weeks where, like, I had no way of like checking my email without using like without like using like just like the data plan or anything mm-hmm. 
Like, I had no way to, like, watching Netflix or just... So that was a... It's a rough life. Yeah, that was weird. That was a weird thing. I thought of one. Object permanence. What? Object permanence. So, like... Those are words. You're right. So, like, knowing... All right, so, like, for example, like, if Jared would, like, hide himself under a blanket, having object permanence, I know he's underneath the blanket and he still exists and he's still there. Yeah. If I didn't have object permanence, I would think Jared disappeared. So like it was gone forever. Babies react. Yeah, to exactly. Like babies don't have object permanence. That's why they love peekaboo. They think peekaboo is the greatest thing in the entire world because, like, you're a magician. You disappear. You no longer exist. Then your hands move, and then you're back. Think how tough that would be. Like every time, like I didn't see you. Like we left. I'm like, oh well, Josh is gone forever now. I guess like I'd be happy to see you every time I saw you more. It's not that like I'm a not dog. Ha- <laughs> <laughs> They're not coming back. They're no. back! Holy crap, they're back! This is so awesome! Yeah. Alright, here's another kind of like jumping off this thing of like, what are like some very minor changes you can make to things in your life that would be massively inconvenient? <laughs> so, my thing I just like thought about as we're talking about this was short blankets. I. Like, you take some blankets and like, you just shorten it. I hate short blankets. Despise them. Like, what are like just like small adjustments you can make to things? In I'm your gonna life rant on short be, blankets for a bit. That would just be so inconvenient. Go ahead. We're gonna get back. We're, to this, I'm gonna rant on short blankets. Okay. So one of our close friends is Evan. Evan is l- literally the nicest person I know. The most likable person I know. The most talented person in everything that I know. But that man has short blankets, and it infuriates me. Like, it makes me so angry. Yeah, cause, like as I sleep, like I like to like kind of like roll around and stretch out sometimes. But like you stretch out, like oh my feet are cold. No, exactly. Not to mention his house is always a brisk forty-seven degrees. So you need a blanket, and they're all freaking short, and it is infuriating. And it, it yeah, oh, I'm, I'm angry now thinking about short blankets. I hate short blankets. Short blankets. All right, sorry. Continue. So minor in incon- minor things that make your life inconvenient. Yes. yes. <laughs> only being able to use one contact i got uh <laughs> unfortunately the holder to the shower head in my bathroom is like duct taped because i guess it was broken <laughs> so the shower head usually is like this so i have to really lean in like almost up against the wall to even get underneath the stream <laughs> so not having a shower head you have yeah. to take baths again Whoa. That'd be rough. How, inc- like, the amount of extra time you have to put into that. Yeah. Like, the first three days would be like, oh, this is so relaxing, and then that just becomes a nuisance. I become a classic kid on a camping trip, like, at, like, my grandparents' old cabin, like, um, the sink shower, where, like, you just, like, wet a washcloth and, like, pat down your armpits I'm, a little bit, and I'm you feel, honest, you're I'm, not clean, but you feel okay about yourself. I would just stop for days on it. No more showers. If I'm honest with myself, I would just stop. I mean, that's what happens to me in the summer anyway. But, yeah, that would... (laughs) What about, like, your shower head only stays in one spot for, like, five seconds at a time? Just like a Roman shower head. (laughs) It's just, like, it's it's, it's completely random, so, like... You're underneath it for five seconds and then it moves. So it's like trying to put pants on a baby. It's like, like moving around. Like, I just need to get wet. <laughs> um, shoelaces that are overly lubricated. 
just cannot stay tied. Just constantly. They're, they're, they're never tight because you yes. go to tighten them and your hands just slip off. The one I had actually originated with shoes. Um, any sneaker where the tongue is just always folded. I was going to make up. a comment about that. It's yeah. Like a sneaker where that tongue is like too big for the shoe. So it's just like constantly just awkward. Up. Yeah. Pants that are always slightly above your ankles. All right. Would make yeah. me super uncomfortable all the time. <laughs> Some reason you have a pair of socks that are always moist. <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh, wet <laughs> socks are awful, especially running. Like I hate. Like your foot gets numb. Like there's nothing you can do about it. Like you can stop and adjust your sock, but it's going to be that way in five minutes, anyways. The worst. Mm, wet socks are. I hate. I would rather wear a wet shirt than wet socks. Liquid toothpaste. Like you squeeze and it just water. Just <laughs> you have to go right to the mouth. Yes. Just have to dribble it. At that point, you just pretty much have mouthwash. Yeah. Redacted. <laughs> just invented mouthwash again. <laughs> what if we take toothpaste and just like made it really watery? Mouthwash. And it burns if you leave it in too long. Something with cooking would probably be... Frying pans without the handle. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, yeah. could, or yeah. even just simply a lid. Okay. Yeah, yeah. just like flying, a blender without a lid. Lidless blender. Lidless blender. You have to like really control how much you're blending. Like you watch it start to get too high, turn it off. Because I can tell you right now, none of my frying plan, frying plan. <laughs> We're having a tough time tonight, boys. Yeah. Math is hard. Uh, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. None of my frying pans have lids, so whenever I need something to cover to help it simmer, I go and get one of my just regular dinner plates and put over it, and that sucker gets hot. I use a, I just use another pan. But if that pan didn't have a handle, then I just got two pans stuck together with food burning in the middle. Quite the conundrum we put ourselves in, isn't it, boys? Yes, it's quite the situation. I'm trying to think, what else? Um... Always kayaking without a paddle. <laughs> so you're, you're just like tilting and... You're at the mercy of whatever the stream is. Yeah. At that point, you're just like in a inner tube. Um, what else? Steps that are always slightly too big. That you just always... Just constantly just... tripping. <laughs> <laughs> Your shoelaces are always tied together. That reminds me of college. There was a giant staircase leading up to my dorm, and, like, I would always try to... Like, I had, like, a late class that would, like, take me over the dinner times. So, like, I would get, like, an, like, a big lunch as my dinner, and, like, I would get takeout. And, like, I was just constantly tripping up the steps, walking up to my dorm with it. So frustrating. <laughs> All right. So, I have a topic that I, I've been thinking about for a long time now. And it's one of the things that, that I love a lot. Let's talk about coffee a bit. I love coffee. And not specifically about how good coffee is, but how weird coffee is. So think about the first time you ever had coffee. Describe that to me. Um, it had so much sugar in it. I was going to say a lot of cream and sugar. A lot of cream and so sugar. So much sugar. Why did you put so much cream and sugar in it? Because I just wanted sugar in my system. Oh, you wanted sugar? Um, Sweet too. Because I saw grown-ups drinking coffee, so I was like, oh, that looks so cool. And then you taste it, and it's like, wow, this is so bitter. Okay, yeah. So, like, the first time, I don't, 
I don't think I've ever met anyone like the first time they ever had coffee. Like, oh, this is great. No, like it's always bitter, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What are What are some other side effects of coffee? Uh, you pee and poop. Yeah. Diuretic. Like, it, it's a natural diuretic. You like you get. It'll it, it cleans you right out. Yeah, it'll get you. Yep. And then the, there's caffeine, so it just make, makes you all jittery. Mm-hmm. So my question is, what in the heck was the first person that ever drank coffee thinking? You know what? I'm gonna like take this thing, mix it with some water, make some brown sludge. I drink it. It it's super bitter. Yeah. Probably tastes like some poison I've had before. It gave me diarrhea. I'm super jittery, and now I can't sleep. What that, part of that? I don't know. What part of that ever sounds like, you know what? I'm going to do that all over again. Maybe it'd be better if I sat a fancy little funnel over the top of it <laughs> and I gently poured it into a cup. <laughs> Maybe if I made it more fancy. Made it more fancy. Like, I, I love coffee and I love, love, like, making a good cup of coffee. I did it earlier yeah. and it was great. But it just baffles me that someone sometime way back in the past thought that this was a good idea and just, like, it did it, and, like, they did mm-hmm. it again, did it again, and then like, people like, you know what? This guy has a good idea, and they all got it's... jittery. They all got jittery and diarrhea together, and, like, they just kept on doing it, and they were so stubborn, and then they, like, enjoyed it. And now we have coffee today. And here we are. And here we are, enjoying coffee so much. But, like, think about other stuff, like, other stuff like that, like, other different kinds of foods or drinks where, like, the first person, like, had to be a little bit. I feel bit... like it always, like, starts out, like, tribal, though, in a way. Especially, like, those yeah. things are, like, from, like, tropical areas. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, I think I heard, I don't know how true this is, but, like, the people that, like, from, like, the areas where, like, coffee beans grow and stuff. Not coffee, I mean chocolate. Like, the cocoa plant okay, grows. Yeah. Like, they're, like, they don't fully understand why we harvest it so much because they don't, they've never <laughs> seen, like, a lot like, of people. I said they've never seen, like, the way, like, it's just, like, a very... It's not a very hospitable plant from what I understand. Uh-huh. Like, it's kind of like the shell is kind of, like, thorny and hard to get open. But, like, they've never seen us, like, process it into chocolate before. They just think, like, a bunch, yeah, of, so crazy, bunch of crazy people are coming to the land and, like, taking, like, the... So maybe it's, like, because, like, weird people that, like, aren't indigenous to the area grows. They're just, like, using it for, like, really weird ways. So, like, like if you're, like, what you're telling me, you take this coffee bean and you put it in, like, boiling water and then, like, you carefully press it down... With a plunger. <laughs> Interesting. Or you just eat the beans as is. That will get yes. you. That also. Covered. I like chocolate-covered coffee beans are solid. Oh, they're so good. Dark, dark chocolate-covered coffee beans mm-hmm. are so, yeah. so good. I love them. They're great. Yes. But, man, that first person who drank coffee might... Probably very confused. Like, why? What did I do? Am I dying? They, they had... Like, I, I just don't... It just baffles me that they decided to try it again. Like, I, I don't know. Usually things that give me diarrhea, yeah. I don't go back to. Except for coffee, because I really like it. Or sheets. Or sheets. I'll take all the sheets diarrhea I can get. And Chinese food. I think what it's coming down to is, like, more things than not that give me diarrhea I like. <laughs> yeah, I like, like a lot of food that's not. Or, like, me, like we as a culture have adjusted to the diarrhea. It's just become a normal part of yeah. my life now. Like, which is, that's a thing I realized as a freshman in college. So, like, eating, like, diet, like cafeteria food, this is not a joke. I, my earlier years in college when my stomach was still getting used to it, I adjusted my schedule av- 
around having to suddenly have the runs. Oh, yeah. Like, there was yeah, times, yeah. like, I adjusted myself to being able to, like, maneuver myself to my dorm so I could have, like, a messy poop because that's what the college food did to me, and that was just my life for a while. I completely agree with that and did the same thing. Jared, did, like, was, was your college, like, the same way? Like, did your, did your college dining hall food just, like, mess you up? I don't remember. I... Did you eat? Yes. Oh, okay, good. I ate a lot. <laughs> that was a bu- buffet for buffet lunch. Buffet style, man. Buffet I missed that style a for bit. lunch. Yeah. The food wasn't great, but I missed the buffet style yeah. dining. I never really did, like, dinner up there that much, but the lunch, man, I went to town on some chicken nuggets and some yeah. burgers and I some missed those quesadillas. Every time French toast chicks showed ice up, you cream. knew it was going to be a good day. I ate so much ice cream. And I definitely wasn't, like, lactose intolerant then. <laughs> Maybe you're lactose intolerant because you ate so much ice cream your freshman year in college. So much ice cream. All of the ice cream. I remember, like, leaving with ice cream bowls. Well, oh. It's great. I, oh, man. I don't remember, but, I mean, I don't remember that first week orientation. That's been so long. It could have been. It could have wrecked me. I remember remember being so confused at why I had so much diarrhea. It was just like some nothing I've ever experienced before. I think it clicked for me pretty fast. Don't get me wrong, I ate some shitty food. So (laughs) I guess that was the thing. Like I was doing from like a lot of like home cooked meals and things to this and like Yeah, like this is like what this is and like I know what this is and this is the situation I'm in, but hey, look at I can just keep going up there and get more food. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got for us, Jared? Any topics? I don't. I'll admit. I, uh... Fresh out? No, I just... This whole week, I was, like, under the weather, sick. Me too, these last so. couple of days. So are the Bahamas. Oh. They were under the weather. Poor Omar. wonder how Omar's doing. Do you think he made it out alive? Yeah, I'm sure he's fine. Yeah, I wonder what it's, like, an all-inclusive resort is like that's being hammered like that. Because, like, remembering ours, like, the kind of lobby area of, uh-huh. like, the area we stayed in. Like, it was just, like, open door. Like, there wasn't, like, you didn't, like... Like, yeah. it was, like, walking just into, like, an open hallway. Like, there was suddenly, like, a very sudden transition from the outside to inside with, like, no real, like, doorway I or anything. I wish stay in the room and drink. Yeah. Just, like, <laughs> order room service that we found out that you could do. Yeah. I need room service, and we're going to watch Cricket and try to make sense of it. Yeah. Oh, I can't. Never will understand cricket. People that play cricket don't understand nope. cricket. They're All just a there. conspiracy. All right. So I did, kind of going back to the minor adjustment thing, this actually okay. ties into a thing I like was thinking about talking about for a while. So imagine texting, being able, like, as you text, you're, you can't adjust what you've already typed. It's like, <laughs> as you type, like, what you're typing is sending. Like, you can't not, you can't take it away, you can't fix typos. (laughs) And this leads me to kind of a challenge for our um, listeners. Take the typo challenge. So the typo challenge is (laughs) whenever you send a text message or write an email Mm -hmm. for just like, let's say like a week, you are not allowed to correct anything you type. Like any, like, oh, there's a typo, oh, can't correct it. And just... Send us, like, through the email or just, like, over, like, the Instagram or something. Like, send us, like, the funniest screenshots of things you had to send. 
<laughs> I don't expect to receive anything because this is like a horribly crippling challenge for people, but it's somewhat like I don't I don't text often, but when I do, man, I do I mess that up. Yes. And usually it's like important stuff. Yes. I would send some really bafflingly stupid comments. Yeah. I'm trying to like I assume you'd be turning off the autocorrect. Yeah, no autocorrect. Like, you just type it out, and it just is like... Backspace no longer yeah, exists. No backspace. No more backspace. I also forget how to use my thumbs often, and they just, like, become, like, independent of the rest of my body and just, like, press buttons. Or, like, you just... You have this, like, that speech-to-text function, but you can't correct what is incorrectly <laughs> picking up. <laughs> Pure nonsense yes. most of the time. So yeah, give that a try, listeners, if you're feeling like isolating yourself socially from your friends and significant others. <laughs> Always a thing I'm a fan of. Isolation. Isolating myself because I'm committing to a joke. Why the heck not? <laughs> I think I can respect someone who commits to a joke to the point of Self-destruction. Say inconvenience. Yeah. yeah, inconvenience and self-destruction. I find that funny, and therefore the purpose of the joke has been fulfilled. I like to do it, like, during, like, border games and things. Like, I was at someone's house, and we were playing. There's, like, this card game called, like, Killer Bunnies or something. But, like, so, like, part of the game, like, the whole idea, like, you're supposed to, like, try to collect carrots. But, like, the carrot, <laughs> like, it's, like, a very cartoony, like, style game. But, like, the carrots, like, each, like, have, like... They're giving, like, a name or, like, they're doing something. So, like, one carrot, like, is named, like, George. And this carrot is, like, like has, like, an American flag. And like, he's very patriotic. And there's, like, another carrot that, like, is, like, a Terminator carrot. And like, he has, like, a different name. Like, there was one carrot who I forget his name, but, like, he was just, like, drilling something. He was just, like, the most, like, just, like, benign-looking, like, just, like, having a good time carrot. And, like, I just decided I liked him the most. And, like, I was, like dedicating myself to getting that carrot in a way that was just self-destructive in my game. So, like, I'll trade you two of my carrots for just that one carrot. And, like, I was playing with one person that I know really well and two other people that, like, I'm starting to get to know. Just, like, like I know just, like, casually a little bit. And, like, just, like, the one, just, like, the baffle on their face, like, as I'm doing this deal seriously to them. Like, <laughs> I need that carrot. <laughs> you can't go on without yes, it. I need Austin the rolling carrot. I, I don't want to win if I can't have him. <laughs> How'd you do in the game? Um, I lost, oh. but hey, like I almost won. Like I was like right down to the wire, but, but I got him though. And that's all that mattered to me. You got Austin the carrot. Yeah, I forget his actual name. It may have been George, but whatever. Jorge. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? That's a weird name. <laughs> oh, who knows? All right, so I guess we're approaching the hour and a half marker, and it's getting late. So, because I can have any last topics. Um. I think I'm pretty well tapped out, actually, of anything that I really felt like bringing up tonight. Yeah, I think I'm good for now. It leaves me, it gives me a reason to come back again. Yeah. And on that cliff note, it gives the viewers a reason to come back again. To listen to me? To find out what we were talking about. Oh, okay. Because, yeah. I, I mean, I'm so flattered. You, I'm say, flattered. Because you know it's not for the strong finishes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm flattered that people <laughs> might want to listen to me. I don't think they probably want to listen to me, but if you do... They thanks. just want to make their house not feel lonely. Yeah. What you I know gather. what? They just want to sit in their front porch... Open at, a beer. At the end of a long work day. Yes. And just listen to a couple 
normal guys. Guys idle, chatter idly. It is getting late. <laughs> and slur their words. Yes. Without uh, being under the yes. influence. We're not drunk, but we could be having a stroke. In which, it was nice knowing you all. Yeah. <laughs> you might want to alert somebody. I guess call my mom. Yeah. That's an interesting situation. Your alcoholic what? friend is having a stroke and you're trying to figure out, like, which is which. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you having a stroke? I guess I take you to the hospital, but at the same time, do I take you to the hospital? Because you might just be drunk. <laughs> you only make my, that mistake once, though. Yeah. You're, not, you're embarrassed yeah. so much, like, oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah, after that, like, you're like, oh, my friend now can't use most of his body. <laughs> I now take everyone to the hospital that pronounces anything. They start to know you. Yes. So, on that note, this has been Table in a Basement. Thank you very much for listening. Mm-hmm. Um, have a good whatever it is you're doing. Thanks for having me, guys. Hey, no yes. problem, man. Thanks for Appreciate being it. here. Bye. Bye! I let the fear take the wheel and steer.